Hi there, welcome to episode 146 of the Wave Back Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. Way back in April of 2015, I had just started this show. For my second episode, I decided to cover Mega Man X. And I did so with a limited playlist as a solo host, and I streamed the whole thing live online with the help of DJ Vestlord. Uh, I was <laughs> <laughs> seriously, that's what that that was that was a thing. I was still learning, and as such, I feel I did a disservice to this game's absolutely legendary soundtrack. But it's time to fix that. Charge up your X Buster because tonight we're listening to the music of Mega Man X for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. <laughs> Well, hi there, Matt. Hi there, Chris. How you doing? Uh, I'm all right. How are you? I'm okay. I was uh, doing a little work this morning, and as as prep for this show, I decided to to boot up the old episode from 2015 because I remember doing the streaming. I forgot how we didn't know what we were doing so much back then. It was, I think, I had Dean on the other end as DJ Vestlord. And as the episode was going, I was feeding him the music files that he would then stream. <laughs> but like, I didn't lo- preload them somewhere. I would, I was giving them to him like on a song by song basis. I think <laughs> it seemed like a oh, really bad that's idea. So, that's yeah. There's so much that could go wrong there. <laughs> and I got up to the part where I think it was on the third song, and then it's just me saying, "Hold on a minute, something's going wrong here." Wait a second. I don't know why. One, I have no idea why I didn't edit that out. And, and two, I mean, oh boy, <laughs> so, those those were the days. That sounds like. Uh, I mean, but you, you know, you skin your knees in the beginning, and you learn, and you know, you got to make those mistakes. So. Yeah, and it was it was fun. I like doing live stuff. No, no, no question. But. Uh, Maybe maybe jumping into doing this live for my second episode was a little uh, a little ambitious, but <laughs> yeah. And I also I, I stuck with a really hard limit of like the number of songs or the amount of time I was willing to to dedicate to an episode, and because of that, I skipped a ton of great music from this soundtrack. And I remember that the, like two or three people that were listening live with it were like, you know. This is your show. You can do whatever you want. You're not limited to this amount of time. You want to do all the songs? Do it. Like, you know, it's, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> Probably My God, you're it. right. There, are, there doesn't need to be this limit. It was, uh, we were, like I said, we were all, we were all learning. But um, green is grass. <laughs> yes, indeed. That is what green is. Gumby himself. Yeah. Man, I loved Gumby when I was a kid. Anyway. Before we get too off topic, we do have a lot of songs to cover because I'm skipping very few of them on the uh, on the list tonight. So um, let's let's do a let's do a quick. Um, we're not going to do real game history, so we covered that uh, the first time. You know, back in episode two, I did a fairly deep dive into the game's history and its composer and all that stuff back in the uh, original episode. So we're not going to go too deep into it this time. Uh, we'll be spending uh, that time listening to more of the game's soundtrack, but I do, of course, just as a refresher, want to give a quick mention to the composer, Setsuo Yamamoto, whose other works include Street Fighter Alpha, Rival Schools, several Monster Hunter games, some Resident Evil, lots of Capcom work. Hi there, folks. I need to make a quick correction here. I almost made a pretty big mistake regarding this s- soundtrack's uh, credits. Uh, it turns out that different 
Several different people were actually involved in this game's soundtrack. Uh, the majority of it is credited to Setsuo Yamamoto. Uh, we got a couple of other songs here, like uh, the Password theme is credited to Toshihiko Horiyama. Chill Penguin Stage, credited to Yuki Iwai. Boomer Kwanger Stage is credited to Yuko Takehara. Spark Mandrel and Storm Eagle are credited to Makoto Tomozawa. And that's pretty much it. Now back to your regularly scheduled programming. Um, so Matt, what is your personal history with Mega Man X? Uh, ooh, okay, so I started with Mega Man 2, but, uh, you know, for the NES, and I, I played one, my, I think my cousin had it or whatever, um, and I played a few of them through the years. I always found them hard as, as a kid, and mm-hmm. actually as an adult, um, but when the Super Nintendo came out, you know, uh, a bunch of us, me and my friends, um, got, got it, excuse me, got the system, and, um, then, uh... I think my buddy got a Mega Man X. I didn't. I never owned it. But, uh, you know, you swap cartridges. So we traded and I, I played it and I absolutely loved it. It was, it was everything I loved about the original Mega Man. Just with, like, beautiful 16-bit graphics. And, like, I love the way, you know, Mega Man looked um, all 16-bitted. Um, it, it was it was a fun, fun game that I've been... I've been uh, you know, they have them on, like, the Xbox game uh, store and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I always pass by, and I'm like, hmm, kind of want to. Um, yeah, those collections are tough because I don't like any other Mega Man X games. <laughs> I wish I did. Yeah. But I love the first one's one of my favorite games ever. It is such a good game. And I, I will, just I will can't say, yeah. do the sequels. I I don't think I've ever played the sequels actually. Like I'm I'm sitting here trying to think about it. And I, I don't I I'm 90% sure that I've never played anything other than Mega Man X. I maybe I played Mega Man X 2, but I definitely I didn't play anything beyond that. But um, yeah, Mega Man X was, was a lot of fun. Yeah, that game was a freaking revelation and it was uh it was fun re-listening to that that episode from April of 2015, me going through my uh my history of uh I, I took a trip to a local rental store called Shure Video, and they had that. And I was like, Mega Man 10? X? What, what is this? What know. is this? <laughs> I, remembered seeing, I remembered seeing all these pictures of it in magazines, and I had the same exact thought. And be like, I don't understand what is happening with this game. But yeah, what am I looking at? Yeah. I'm into it. And I was like totally rooted out this, you know, when I, you boot it up and you don't get a character select screen right away. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know about this, but like within that split second of it starting a stage without going to the split the the from the character select screen, but also then hearing that music, it was like, never mind, I'm in. <laughs> yep. Never mind. I Got me. love this. And it's so good. It is it feels so good. It looks amazing. The sound was just out of control good. And the soundtrack is just just stupid good. And I, I really wish I liked the sequels. I played I forced myself to finally finish two last year, and I got through most of three, but I wasn't having a very good time. I was liking it a little more than two, but I wasn't really enjoying the music. I think the the soundtracks are definitely what what's hurting me on the sequels. I don't think they're anywhere near as good as this one. Um, right. I remember kind of liking four. That was the PlayStation one, so it looked like it really looked cool. Um, and I think you could play a zero and stuff. And then five and six were like, I didn't even, didn't even try them. Cause I, I didn't really get very far in four. And then 
7, they went 3D and introduced Axel as, like, the main character. Right. And that didn't look good at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then apparently eight fixed a lot of seven's problems, but I, it's <laughs> you're just so far removed from it. You said nah, forget it. Yeah, and then they did that remake for PSP, which I was so excited for because they they did two Mega Man remakes on PSP. They did Mega Man Powered Up, which was a remake of the first Mega Man, and that was phenomenal. But everyone hated it because the art style was like super chibi. The actual game itself was really freaking good, like. And they did this crazy awesome job of redoing the soundtrack. And you could, if you beat the bosses without using special weapons on them, you would take them back to Light Labs. And if you wanted to, you could start a new game and play as those characters. So or oh, wow. Mega Man would be one of the robot masters that Wily stole. And then you'd play through the whole game as Gutsman or something. Which huh. was <laughs> really cool. I had like a level created. That game was amazing. And so I was, oh, they remade Mega Man X as well. I was on one hand immediately put off because it was all polygonal so and the art direction is so wonderful anime on the super nintendo it being polygonal i felt like lost a lot of its personality but what really kicked me in the teeth was i didn't like the music i thought the take on i was so excited to hear them like a really modern re uh, re-recording of those songs and kind of like that secret of mana remake that they did they remixed the songs and kind of changed what was good about them and kind of overcomplicated them. And I was like, ah, man, yeah. you didn't have to do any of that. All you had to do was like, let's have a Final Fantasy VII remake, you know? Yeah. Just take this, the game that everyone, just do that, but make it prettier. Just do that, but modern. You don't mm-hmm. have to reinvent the wheel. It's already darn near perfect. Not that I'd like Final Fantasy VII at all, but still, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I mean, we can agree to disagree, but okay. Well, I... You, you, there's no arguing that I don't like Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> okay. I'm not saying it's a bad game. It's just not for me. Great right. soundtrack, though. Killer yeah. soundtrack in that game. Agreed. But anyway. Yes. We're, we're, let, not about, we're not talking about that game. Yeah. I said we were going to get right to the music, and then I spent a bunch of time talking, because, hi, I'm, I'm from New Jersey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't see how one has anything to do with the other, but okay. Your show, man. <laughs> Dan, Dan says this every every time on Stone Age Gamer. It's be, it's apparently it's because we're from New Jersey that we just can't shut up. So I, I'm huh. physically incapable of shutting up, especially about topics that I like. So uh, let's get to work. Yes. First track we're going to listen in, listen to is the opening stage, and uh, I still think this might actually be my favorite song in the entire soundtrack. Uh, it's one of my favorite 16-bit songs ever. It's like the most action-y, invigorating thing ever. This song rules to the extreme. Uh, and the original version is still my favorite version of it. I've It's been reprised in several different avenues over the years, including a great remix from Smash Brothers. But man, this original Super Nintendo version just absolutely nails it. So let's go ahead and give a listen to opening stage from Mega Man X. Enjoy.
was opening stage. One of the best game openers I've ever heard in my life. Uh, man. <laughs> um, I think what I love so much about that one is the way... I mean, not only we were talking about seeing this game for the first time, being excited about how Mega Man was in 16-bit and all that jazz, but the <clears throat> the way that the, um, the rhythm guitar drives the um, the cadence of the song you know what I mean that um that part right there drives so much of this song's rhythm combined with the uh, you know the regular drum beat and whatnot and the way when the drum beat eventually breaks down to like sort of like cut time when it's doing all those weird fills and stuff but that rhythm guitar is still maintaining that same rhythm it gives it gives the whole thing a very good driving feel and I just love it to death but also the fact that it sounds so much like a guitar it sounds so much especially given the time period that this came out in this sounds so much like real instruments playing it it was totally mind-blowing um so i don't know that i agree that it sounds exactly like guitar but no no I mean, it doesn't I, sound exactly like guitar i mean for the time no it no it sounds I, so much more real than anything we had gotten prior as far as sounding like a guitar right. video game. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Definitely. Don't I don't disagree. Um it that that sound honestly makes me smile in like a cheesy way, like ah, <laughs> Alright guys. Um And to me it's I mean yeah, it's the it's the driving force of the song apart from like the really kind of breakneck you know, punk drummy kind of move. You know, just go, 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 go. Mm. Um, but I really like, uh, personally, I really like the um, <clears throat> the synthesizers more. Like the stuff that kind of sits on top, mm-hmm. uh, and then they, you know, they're playing those frilly little fills and stuff. Like kind of um, like the string sound that's in the background. It's all high, high pitched, hanging on the background, giving that yeah, little, little yeah. flare of epicness. Yeah, that's the stuff to me that, um, I don't know, really sells the soundtrack that marries to the game. You know, you're you're uh, essentially a little boy robot, you know, kicking the teeth in of other robots. And, you know, it's supposed to be futuristic and stuff. So, like, some of that really, some of those synthesizers really sell that to me. Yeah, Um, this one was very more... Like Mega Man was when you were just a little boy fighting robots, and this was this this always struck me like the X series was more of the uh, the emo teenager X, you know. <laughs> yeah. This soundtrack yeah, is yeah. dripping with this, especially when you get to the melodrama of some of the upcoming songs. It's just like there was so much melodrama. It was so melodramatic anime, and it was mm-hmm. like that was the coolest thing in the world when I was a kid. <laughs> and it's a little, it's still fun now. It's just a little little. It hits differently now, <laughs> looking at some of the dialogue boxes. Yeah, and stuff. yeah it's, you know, 15, 20 years later, and you're like, mm. <laughs> Did I he mean, say damn? <gasps> what? He's growing up. Oh, man. Uh, this is a game for grownups. <laughs> Am I allowed to play this? Well, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> Shh. You know? <laughs> but yeah, definitely. I mean, it definitely, um, that's another thing, too. I think uh, the soundtrack definitely. Um, gives the impression that Mega Man's older now and because I feel like the the soundtrack got a little more sophisticated mm-hmm. and I guess we'll you know we'll see coming up you know in other tracks we'll see if that's truly the case if, or I'm just remembering it wrong I don't know <laughs> Bo- both are totally possible honestly. <laughs> um, yeah 
but uh, but yeah, I, I like it as an opening track. Honestly, it's a it's a good introduction to um, what you're about to go up against and stuff. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's very uh, this whole soundtrack, almost the entire soundtrack is very guitar driven. Um, yeah, which is pretty neat. Again, c- considering the time when this came out, and like NES could now couldn't get anywhere near replicating an electric guitar and like the sega genesis electric guitars usually just sounded like fart noises so this was like <laughs> okay this this is an analog i can make that mental connection this sounds like a guitar it still sounds like 16-bit instruments but it was so impressive to me back when it came out so all right let's move on to the next track this is uh this is zero and Right. Okay. So this is Zero's theme. This is the one where uh, you're fighting Vile for a minute, and he's just kicking the snot out of you, and then Zero comes and blows off his arm and saves the day. So here is the Zero theme. Enjoy. <laughs> There's Zero's totally badass, long blonde ponytail, saving the day theme. (laughs) (laughs) Very, you know, who was that handsome man? (laughs) Why does he have a ponytail? (laughs) What purpose does that serve? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's just awesome. That's why. And this was before he even had a lightsaber, you know? Like, right. This is when Zero just like was his only awesomeness was that he was red and he had a ponytail because that's all you needed to be to be awesome very very shocking um what's the word uh attention grabbing color and a ponytail <laughs> yes indeed he was such a cool character and comes out and like because you start the game feeling all like awesome like man i'm i'm, I'm blowing all these robots up and you blow up those giant bug helicopter things and the ground falls underneath you and you fall down like you felt so powerful, and then you get to this vile character, and he just mops the floor with you, and then Zero scares him off like it's no big deal. I'm like, wow, power dynamic in this game, just, uh, whew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're so beefy, and, and then not. You're like, yeah. Oh, oh, all right. And you realize you're kind of low man on the totem pole. Zero's like, yeah, you just run along home, Max. You're going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. Um, but yeah, I, I mean... There's not much to that song other than like enjoying how uh, the the pitch change kind of makes the guitar instrument sound kind of silly the higher it gets. But uh, outside of that, oh, just love it, just love it. Yeah, it's you know it's kind of very uh, I don't know cheese. No, I don't want to say cheesy, but it's like it, it's like the edge lord music. You know <laughs> what I mean? You that's what that's You're what zero so is, right. isn't it? He's an edge lord, like he's one of the early edge lords, and like, you know, you give him some edgy edge lord music, and that's what that is. Yeah, you're a hundred percent right. It's kind of dark. It's kind. It's kind of dark. It's kind of brooding. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't realize my um, ringer was on. That is okay. All right. Well, now we get to listen to the real melodrama. Now we get to. Now we get the real. Hmm. 
just just the the beef of it here. This is the zero rescue. So this is when he's giving you the pep talk after he blows blows up Vile's arm and he flies away. This is this is some classic anime edge lord. Don't worry, it's gonna be okay. Music. I've so, got this. I've got this. <laughs> here is zero rescue. Enjoy. Rescue. Um, how did that? How did that song make you feel? I liked. I like it a lot. Um, it's um, yeah. There's there's a level of like uh, what do you call it? Like anime um, style to it in some degree. But I I really like it because I think personally it um, it calls back to a lot of the old Mega Man <laughs> soundtracks. There's a there's mm-hmm. a very heavy like through line. I think. That I hear at least um, with the old Mega Man soundtracks, um, it definitely it definitely reminds me of like some older like eight bit stuff, but on a sixteen bit level, which is fantastic. It just mm-hmm. it it sounds great. Its quality is gorgeous. Um, everything that like you know everything from composition to instrument choice that makes up this track is just freaking great. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned the sound quality. That was definitely one of the things that really hit me about this soundtrack in particular uh, because as the Super Nintendo when it first launched you got a lot of this stuff that sounded really crisp but later you would get uh, different companies would start messing with the uh, the system to try to get stuff out of it that they weren't very good at the compression you know you'd get this really compressed sounding stuff that sounded like really crisp coming out of a Genesis but even though you'd have like it's a more realistic sounding instrument coming out of the Super Nintendo, it's super muted and and kind of fuzzy sounding. And mm-hmm. this was a really really great balance. Uh, like Capcom really just nailed so much good sound. I mean, they really nailed it on the NES, and they really did such a great job on the Super NES too. Uh, and it's wild thinking about the different direction this took when uh, you compared to like Mega Man Seven, which was the the first mainline Mega Man game on the. I guess soccer technically came first, but (laughs) that's a weird one. But the first proper, like, numbered Mega Man uh, mainline series game was Mega Man 7 on the Super Nintendo. And it also had these really crisp instruments, but they went in a totally different direction, kind of keeping more in the musical styling of the NES game, very video gamey sounding, instead of going the the quote-unquote hard rock roots that this, uh, this game took. But... I do really, really enjoy that song. It's it's wonderful. Um, but the next song is another one of my favorites, and it is an outlier, to say the least. Nothing else in this soundtrack 
sounds anything like this wonderful jaunty tune. <laughs> I love this song so much. It is it's it just sticks out like a sore thumb through the rest of the soundtrack. But I mean it in the best way possible. I love this tune. Because you know me, I love super happy video game bouncy tunes. And this this uh, this password theme is just just a delight, especially on the screen where it shows up. Still the big numbers and the little metal guys pop it out of their helmets real quick. And the little their helmets bounce up and down a little bit before they hide back in. It's so adorable. Anyway, this is the <laughs> password theme from Mega Man X. Enjoy! it's such an outlier but that song just really tugs at my heartstrings i just love it so so much it reminds me so much of the password music from older Mega Man games like Mega Man 3 where it was like here's this surprisingly jaunty little dune in the middle of your uh rather invigorating soundtrack but that just the instrument choices and everything with that it, it's it's not just fun it's also it's it's got a really pretty tone to it and it just fills me with this nostalgic joy of playing and experiencing this game for the first time and like while it was hitting you with all this kind of darker more grown-up stuff every now and then it would hit you with like you'd finish a stage and then you'd go back to this happy little tune just kind of reminding you like it's just a video game have a good time and uh <laughs> I, I don't know I, I love this song with with every every shred of my being it's such yeah it's it's outlier is definitely the word it's such a different piece of music from everything but in in like the best possible way like i think sometimes you need you know to your to your point about your experience i think sometimes you need a little palate cleanser because um you know i can remember being very intense playing this game like like uh, you know like laser focus and trying to really finish a level you know sometimes you get stuck in those loops where you you just you we run up against the wall and you can't pass it and you just and you die and you come back and you die and you come back and you just keep doing it doing it doing it so then sometimes um what i think is necessary is something silly like this you know sometimes as an adult now uh, and i play and i get i get caught up in those situations i will pause the game and i will palate cleanse with something completely different like i'll i'll jump online for five seconds and look at like a stupid you know video on on facebook or ig or whatever uh and then it clears my head and i'm like okay great and get back into it and then lo and behold you know i have uh i've passed the part for whatever you know whatever it is um it's it's an adorable little track really um it's it's silly it's just silly enough 
I think, to kind of, you know, and then uh, to, to tack on again to what you said before about the little, it's so cute, you know, you get these little visuals of the, of the little robots with the helmets, and they're, they're just kind of being the robots with the helmets, and <laughs> doing whatever it is they do, you know what I mean, like, that's what they do, got it, great. Um, yeah, it's, I, I, I like it, I like it. Yeah, it just you just re- reminded me of the uh, the the overli- the overarching question I I have always had about the Mega Man games is why didn't Wily just make all the robot masters out of whatever their helmets are made out of? Because they're completely indestructible. <laughs> it's you know you're not wrong. Just put a bunch of thumbtacks all over the ground, because Mega Man can't step on a spike without exploding, and make all your <laughs> robot masters out of whatever the metal <laughs> metals helmets are made out of, and done. Wily wins course then we wouldn't have video games but you know whatever it's what it yes. is yes absolutely yes <sighs> anyway all right now back to now back to our regularly scheduled uh super awesome rad guitar guitar wailing solos and stuff <laughs> so i put these i put these uh next tracks in the order of how i attack them when i play the game okay. uh, i always go for the suit parts first the armor parts first um, so the first armor part that you get, the, that you should always get, are the boots, because then you can dash around like a crazy person, and the game becomes ten times more fun because the dash move is awesome. And you get those in Chill Penguin stage, which is obviously an ice stage. I feel like we've had this on the show before as part of a winter special at some point. I believe so. I mean, we must have. But either way, yeah. Chill Penguin stage is fantastic. So let's listen to it. Enjoy. like the way this game uh, this uh this level plays with the stereo there when mm-hmm. the uh that's that's kind of jumping back and forth is pretty snazzy sounding i, I like all the, the the instrument choice in this one very very cool sounding song i like the uh, time signature of it yeah yeah it's very i mean i don't know about chill penguin but i think it's more like yo chill penguin <laughs> sorry <laughs> like um, chill comma penguin <laughs> yeah like hey man oh that reminds me of that old, that like um grammar matters and it's like stop clubbing <laughs> baby seals and then it's stop clubbing comma baby seals <laughs> or let's eat grandma <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> mm. <laughs> sinewy all right so 
I'm a big I'm a big fan of this track <laughs> and the English language. Um, but I, I really do appreciate the time signatures of it because uh, you know I feel all too often with a game like a like a Mega Man or you know Castlevania, you get these kind of four on the floor just driving pieces of music, and then you know then they'll then the composers will mess around. I think a bit with with boss music and stuff, the sense of dread, but. With these time signatures, it kind of gives you like a, and it gives you a different vibe. I think, uh, and I think that works well with the idea of like an ice stage and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. we always do our winter special, and and one of the things they always talk about is like crystalline sounds and get that winter sound, like old barren wastelands of the tundra and stuff. And this definitely is not that. I think it does a great job of, um, I guess, uh, staying on track with, you know, the futuristic. Uh, uh, motif and and yet still is um, what's the word distinct enough to to, to stand out on its own mm. create that vibe yeah yeah it's um it, it, you're you're right about the the it's less like you said four on the floor I like that term a lot uh, it's very it does kind of have kind of a more reserved vibe to it and the stage itself always feels so because it's so open air and you know you go through a cave in the middle part of it but usually mm-hmm. you're like you start off and it's like snowy but not snowing which i feel like isn't something you see a ton of in video games i always feel like if it's snowy it's usually snowing and this is like no it's snowed and there's snow everywhere it's a good time right um it very much matches the the feel of the stage which itself isn't super fast paced even though this is the stage that you get the boost in, the stage itself is is a bit more methodical. Like, you do have to wait. Like, when those giant snowballs are coming at you at the end, you have to wait for one to pass and then go over it and blow up the machine and stuff. It's a very, very well-thought-out song. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So next up we have uh, the next stage that I go to is Storm Eagle stage, which is where you get the helmet. Uh, and also... This stage is awesome because Storm Eagle is totally cool, and this this theme is excellent and very like. There's this great video I gotta send you of um this this YouTube page called Terminal Montage that did a whole thing that's a rock battle between X and uh, Storm Eagle that are basically <laughs> just doing a guitar battle of this song against each other, which is totally hilarious. But uh, yeah, I'll link to that in the show notes. In the meantime, enjoy Storm Eagle stage. Woo! Not the longest loop ever, but mm, what a song. Yeah, I like it. It's such a... <laughs> I hate to use the term uh, butt rock 
because oh, yeah. in, in like the metal community, butt rock means something completely different than the way I'm thinking of it. This is <laughs> butt rock in that it makes me like kind of shake my butt. You know, you're like, it's kind of cheesy. You're like, eh, 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 you know, and like, you know, the guitars are the guitars. And, you know, I, I it makes me smile in like a like a like a goofy sort of way. Like, eh, you know, all right, let's see what you're going for. <laughs> and then like the problem is it's um it's called storm eagle so the first thing i think is like eagle and then it makes me think of like all the cheesy times in films and television like peacemaker's a perfect example where it's like america and they use an eagle and then for some reason they use like 80s power metal as like the background you know when the eagle spreads its wings and like stars fly out of its butt and can we just no. take a second to appreciate the magnificence of the intro to Peacemaker? Oh, you know, I'm glad you said that because I read this article. Uh, and I don't know if there's any truth to it. I think I tried to watch it after reading this article in the way they explained it. They claim that the intro dance routine is based very closely on the Space Invaders' enemies as they approach. Oh, oh man, I gotta, I gotta study that, study for that now. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I took it with a grain of salt. Maybe you guys do, too, Chris, as well. Uh, but kind of funny that you brought that that we came, we got here. It's a TV show that still came back to video games. Here we are. Here we are. Man, Butt that rock. show is fun. But It is. Big fan. Big fan. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Well, let's, let's, let's keep trucking, then. Um, yes. Boy, that song's fun. All right. Next one is Flame Mammoth. This is where you use your dash boots and helmet combined to get the um, the X Buster thing that shoots out the big pink wave of death, which is super fun. Uh, and this is this is an awesome stage. And this was the first stage I picked up on where um, it changes. I love this about this game. The stages change depending on which robot masters you do in which order. So, like, if you go to this stage regularly. Um, it's got fire everywhere, but if you've beaten Chill Penguin already, then this stage is frozen over, and you can walk on the lava at the bottom and get a heart container and stuff. Huh. Such a cool idea. I love that, that the way that worked in this game. Like in Storm Eagle stage, for example, you fight Storm Eagle on this big ship that's flying through the air, and as after you beat him, you watch the background, the ship starts going down super fast, mm-hmm. and you, you teleport away. The ship lands on Spark Mandrel stage. So if you go to Spark Mandrel stage regularly, the lights are out and there's sparks going through the ground. But if you've beaten Storm Eagle stage first, all the platforms are busted and uh, you can get through to different places because the ship landed on it. You can see all these pieces of the ship that you fought Storm Eagle on on the ground in the stage. Holy cow, I never knew that. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> That's. Uh, I think I'm going to have to go play this now. Jeez. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, that happens to me all the time. I, I had no idea. That's that's really, really cool. Yeah, that's it's super cool. Loved that about this game. But anyway, here, let's uh, listen to Flame Mammoth stage. Enjoy!
like this game has a pretty decent baseline. Not like an amazing one, because it's not all that complicated, but it's very effective. Yeah. I, I think, and that I think is what lends itself for me to the idea that I'd said before, like this kind of punk rocky thing. Mm -hmm. You know, you think, like when I think of punk rock, like the first thing that's come to mind is like, you know, the Ramones and, uh, you know, bands at that time where the, the bass line was just like chugging along at, at the same breakneck speed, you know, to, to be just the arrow through the air. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I dig it though. I dig it a lot. Um, there's, you know, I'll, I will keep pointing at the guitar and being like, you're cute. <laughs> Look at you. Um, but that's because I'm a snobby metalhead. But uh, anyway, <laughs> no, but seriously, it's it's still fun, though. I mean, I think I think if the guitars were any more serious, it might change the overall um, vibe of the game. Like it would change because it would change the sound. Or excuse me, it would change. It would change. Yeah, it would change the soundtrack of the game, which would then maybe butt right up against you know the overall design of the game, and that might actually be kind of detrimental. So mm -hmm. I'll keep pointing at that guitar because you, you're the star. Um, but it's a lot of fun. I like I like a lot of what's going on. I, it almost this track actually almost gives me the feeling because like the splash symbols are kind of flat. So it almost makes me feel like they created the soundtrack with, you know, chintzy robots in mind. Like somehow they're making the soundtrack off of the discarded carcasses of the robots you blow up. <laughs> if that makes any kind of sense. Uh, I kind of like that idea. That's really cool. Yeah. Big fan, though. Awesome. Yeah, I, I, I like this one. It's never been like my favorite song in the game, but it's, it's always been a... There are no bad ones here. Well, there's no bad music, and no. this was a this was a fun this was a fun one and a fun stage. Yep. So let's keep going to Sting Chameleon, which is where you get the fourth uh, armor piece, and that is the actual chest plate armor, and uh, you have to fight some weird-looking green robot to do it. And uh, <laughs> this is another cool stage. This one, if you go back to this stage after beating Launch Octopus, it is flooded. And you can use that to get to um, one of the uh, the heart container pieces in the game. You have to fall down this hole that's like insta-death originally, but now that it's full of water, you can do a dash jump across this giant chasm and get a little bonus on the other side, which is super cool. There you go. So anyway, here's Stink Chameleon Stage. Enjoy! Yeah, that's a that one stuck with me. I like that one. 
What did you think? Definitely, definitely. Um, I like, I really like the tone of the like the lead instruments. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all week, or at least till the end of the episode. Um, I enjoy that sound. I don't know what it is about it, but it gives me. Again, it gives me the feeling of, um, you know, these uh, discarded robots and stuff. But it definitely gives me the future, you know, running through factories and, you know, uh, busting down, you know, mechanized war machines and stuff. Like, it, it has a great, like, anime fun feel to it. It just keeps, every track that plays, it just keeps reinforcing that for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm a big fan. So I actually really like that melody too. Yeah, it's like, got a really solid melody to it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what a lot of the stuff just from Mega Man in general, the Mega Man franchise in general, has some really great uh, melodic hooks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which you know, just uh, hats off to to the, the composers. It's just you're just making great stuff. Indeed, and helped make that series so so gosh darn memorable. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's move on to. Oh, this is a good one. This is another one of those. Uh, one of those ones that really. It's very invigorating, very high energy, high energy track, and that is Spark Mandrill stage, which is so cool. So let's give it a listen. Here's Spark Mandrill. Enjoy. main melody of this song i just love it i know it's cheesy as heck and i just don't care it's so good it, it <laughs> yeah it, it really is like like super cheese but that i think is it's charm because it lends itself to that um how do i put this it lends itself to that kind of butt rock that kind of like but it but at the same time um you know think tied in with its tempo tied in with its other uh, instrumentation it gives it that like that solid like 
punch right in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely makes me like. It makes me sit here and like uh, bop my head. But like, if I were playing the game, I'd be bopping my head too. But at the same time, like, let's let's get to do this. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's very very invigorating song. It's it's yes. got the all uh, like harmonizing thing going on. Like it's not just yes, a single yes. uh, a, a single guitar string playing. Like it's it's harmonizing with itself. Very very loudly. Very fun. <laughs> just. <laughs> just <Very> loudly. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. It's just so obnoxious to itself. <laughs> it's, oh, it's a good time. Absolutely love it. Just love it to death. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, then we have Armored Armadillo Stage. This is the one that I do next. Um, I do, did Spark Mandrill next because um, he's the next character where you can just like easily beat him with one of the weapons that you had already, so that's where I go next. And then the character I go after that is Armored Armadillo because Spark Mantle's weapon beats him. And this is the song that I hear more often than any other song in the game because this is the stage they have to play through, what is it, five times? You play through this five times in a row after you've gotten every item in the game. You do Armored Armored Armadillo stage five times in a row and uh, you get the Hadouken, which is like the coolest power-up ever. How do I not know this stuff? Oh my god, it's the best. God, I can't remember. I think I learned this one in Electronic Gaming Monthly. You do this stage, and there's like one power-up at the end. You have to go through the stage and get that power-up five times. And the sixth time, you go there, and one of those Dr. Light capsules, you know those capsules that have Dr. Light chilling and talking to you, where you get Mm -hmm. the... uh, He's in there, but he's dressed like Ryu from Street Fighter. What? <laughs> and he gives you um he gives you the ability to throw a Hadouken and as long as you have full energy, you have to get all the other items in the game first, but if you have full energy, you do the actual quarter circle attack and Mega Man goes, Hadouken <laughs> and he throws a Hadouken. He actually he actually says Hadouken. He actually says Hadouken in this cute little Hadouken voice, which is amazing. Oh my goodness. And it can kill anything with one hit. Huh. Anything in the game, including bosses, it'll one hit kill anything. But you have to have full health, because if you take any hits at all, you're toast. Yeah, right, right. So, um, <laughs> it's one of the coolest secrets ever. And they've always, like, tried to follow that up in the other Mega I think X2, you can get the, uh, the Dragon Punch, the Shoryuken, which is like, alright, you did it once, and it was amazing. Now you do it again, and it's, alright, cool, whatever. But it's, uh, man, getting the Hadouken in Mega Man X is one of the coolest things ever. Uh, but boy, have I heard this song a lot. So here is the another sort of an outlier, but it fits way more than the password stage. Uh, here's Armored Armadillo stage. Enjoy.
seriously, I think that's low-key one of the best songs in the whole game. Like, just from a pure composition standpoint, it really it really is impressive when you think about it. Like, obviously, something gets taken away, and it's not for me. It doesn't get taken away from me because I just adore the way this sounds, even the, the, the silly instrument and everything. But something gets taken away from the fact that it is this sampled electric guitar sound. But just... It's one of those ones that you can really imagine being played on a guitar, like a real instrument, as it's being played here. It's so organically written. I I love this tune. Uh, there's, again, it's it's a butt rock tune. It's got me bopping, but none of it in a bad way. It's it's just very driving, as is a lot of you know Mega Man's music. Um, so it sits right in the you know the pantheon of music for them. A uh, good tune. I, I like. I do like that lead. Dun, 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 dun. The, even even the the quality of what's uh, you know portraying it. I, I enjoy too. The uh, the actual like That's guitar. <laughs> I don't have much more. Fair enough. The actual guitar solo of it too. Like this one. A lot of the songs that we've listened to so far, like you think Storm Eagle stage, it's just all guitar solo. You know. This one almost seems like the solo is like an organic follow-up to a lead that happened in the first place, you know? Um, right. And it's one of the things I like so much about this this tune. It's it's a freaking winner, man. Winner, as far as I'm concerned, gets all the chicken dinners. Gets all the storm eagles. Fry them up. <laughs> wow. Isn't it a robot? I... 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 Beats me. Just... Just, just word barfing. Uh, so let's move on to uh, <laughs> let's move on to launch octopus stage. Uh, this is a tough stage, but it's got some cool sea monsters in it, so uh, I like I like it a lot. And launch octopus was also funny because um, yeah, on the box art, on the American box art, he's purple, and in the game, he's red. So that's neat. <laughs> and he also gives you a whole like when you get to the fight, he points at you with one of his his tentacles and then points down like you're going down. He actually <laughs> kind of trash talks you a little bit like that. Uh, this is another cool one. So here is Launch Octopus Stage. Enjoy.
so I kind of feel like this song is the biggest victim of its own edginess. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm laughing because it's so true. Those uh, those big beefy orchestra hits are uh, a tad overused, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh that the big like uh slap bass they got going on like mm-hmm. to an extent i kind of i almost wonder if the way it sounds was kind of an intentional like water theme sound like it does sound kind of like underwatery almost in the very beginning because it's taking that slap bass sound that this game uses but it's lowering it so much that it sounds just kind of goofy um but outside 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 of that i i still think at its core it's a very well composed song and i enjoy listening to it but when you're listening to it critically it is kind of hard to 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 get past the 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 orchestra hits in particular they were such a 90s thing you know and this song was just like nah let's 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 just slather on more of those huh how many more of those you got put them in you got room? Oh, we got room. We'll make room. <laughs> Orchestra hits. I can I can do this all day. <laughs> I can do this all day, kid. <laughs> I mean, okay, so I'll agree with you. It's it's a level of cheese that I wasn't expecting per se. Uh, but I like cheese, both physically and metaphysically. Um <laughs> It's fun. It, it has a fun feel to it. Uh, again, it's in the butt rock zone. So, you know, I, I have a, a wee bit of a soft spot for it. Um, but, you know, otherwise, it's it's a good track. Uh, sure. You know, critically speaking, those orchestra hits are something else. Because, yes, you're right. They are very indicative of the 90s. Uh, you know, we hear songs from the 90s uh, video games that are hip hop, air quotes, hip hop. And they exist in there, and you're just like, "Oh, who thought that was accurate?" You know, <laughs> there was like, it was like they heard one hip hop song in like 1994. All these hip hop tracks were coming out in albums and artists, and they heard one song. And they're like, "That's hip hop. We got it. Good to go." You know, and they're the mean? people like, who think rap music always starts with "My name is blank, and I'm here to say." <laughs> yes, 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 yes. It happened once, and everyone's like, "That's how it happens all the time." Um. Oh, so that's yeah. rap music. I understand uh, now. You identify yourself and what you need to say. Got it. I'm ready. Um. So yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Orchestra hits. Uh, you know, there's even early industrial music because I I personally feel like industrial music is you know rap and hip hop for metalhead. Um. Even some of that stuff consists of uh, orchestra hits and it's like oh god. So yeah. <laughs> But anyway, not terrible. You know, I'm not like, how dare they? Even though part of me is like, how dare they? <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> the audacity of this track. <laughs> yeah, who the hell are you? It's earned it. It, it earns yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we're on to the last actual stage theme, and that goes to uh, Boomer Kwonger. Right. I get everyone. I get Penguin, Eagle, Mammoth, Chameleon. I even get Mandrill, Armadillo, Octopus. I have no idea what a Kwonger is. I'm going to look it up. You do that. Let's listen to the music and you look up Kwonger. Tell us all about when we get back. Here you go. Enjoy. 
Oh, did you say you wanted more orchestra hits? Son of a bee sting. Uh, they're handled, I just think they're handled so much better in this song. And they're so much less of the song, you know? Like, it kind of gets them out of the way, and then it gets to some actual, like, really good stuff. Um, whereas they were this weird kind of um, uh, flourish in the Launch Octopus stage. They're actually not doing a great job of providing the melody in the beginning, but I find them so much more tolerable because of how good the rest of the song is after that. Mm -hmm. um, and it's this one plays out, I think, more like a uh, much more like a traditional. Um, uh, come on, brain, you can do it. Mega Man game, traditional. Mega Man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's that? What's that guy's name? He's a robot. He's super uh, Mega Man. There it is. Um, it just Only doing it, the soundtrack for X. I mean, it could have looked anywhere on my screen to see. I, the <laughs> literally. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, good times. So it, yeah, go ahead. Oh. Oh, I was going to say, I found out what a Kwonger is. Oh, talk to me. What the heck is a Kwonger? So according to a subreddit group, um, the general consensus is that a Kwonger is... Well, someone someone first says that a Kwonger is a type of beetle. But there's it's like a... It's like a how do I put this? Where did that read this? Uh, okay. Yeah. So... So right, yeah, the... So basically, what they were saying is in Japan, all the boss names are some... And I use the word that is written here. All the bosses have word salad names that are sort of reworked words to sound like actual names. It's hard to explain, but he's Boomer Kawanga in Japan. Sting Chameleon is Sting Chameleo. And Chili Penguin is Icy... Icy Pegwe Go! I know that one! <laughs> yeah. So thank you, because I wasn't going to be able to pronounce that. So then someone chimes in and says... Um, you know, the name is sort of a bastardized romanization of the word kawagata, which is the Japanese translation for stag beetle. Oh. So everyone kind of said the same thing, where it's like, oh, I could see it being a beetle. I could see kind of, you know, in some of the, um, well, a stag beetle, because if I'm looking at some of the uh, artwork here, he's got like these sort of antlers, air quotes, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I could I could see that as a thing. So if you go along with the idea that uh, Kawanger is a, a, a bastardized version of Kawagata, which is the word for a stag beetle, then there you have it. It's a stag beetle. That that makes that makes sense to me. Thank you. I remember uh, the first time I had ever seen anything related to this game was in a magazine, and they had all the uh, the Japanese names in there. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing Icy Peguigo and just being like. What? what? What the heck? This is a, what is that? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> like Storm Eagled or something like that, or right? Yeah, they were they were all over the place, and they I, I thought they were they I didn't realize that they weren't actually the words, like they were mishmashed versions of the words. I thought they were just like somebody just literally wrote down the the Japanese sounds in English and called it a day. Because you know, what the heck did I know? <laughs> yep, did it. Mission accomplished. Check mark. Punches out. Goes home. <laughs> God. Done. <laughs> yeah. Mission accomplished. Oh, the best. <laughs> All right, we're entering the home stretch here. Yes, sir. We've still got a decent chunk of songs because, like I sure. said, this is a beefy one. But hey, what the yeah. hey? Uh, all right, so let's do the boss music because you know yes. how we have to do boss music. Boss yes. music is what we do. So this yes. is a pretty solid boss song. Yeah. Let's give it a listen. Enjoy. 
go. Some boss music right there. Yeah, buddy. Mm. Spent a lot of time on that song because uh, that um, what's it? The uh, chill, com- chill, chill chameleon, the sting chameleon uh, yep. boss battle is uh, pretty time consuming when you don't have uh, special weapons. So yeah, I like that tune a lot. It's good, really good boss music. I I really appreciate that descending. Dun, dun, dun. You know, I, mm-hmm. I I love stuff like that in um, in uh, what do you call it in music, especially for uh, thematic situations like boss battles or um, you know you have a specific uh, thing that's happening. Like I, I feel like those things, those um, those chord progressions exist in stuff where you're like you're either fighting a boss, a la this one, or you're like escaping something. Like I feel like things like metroid where you're escaping a crumbling ship or you know dying planet or whatever uh sonic the hedgehog and stuff like that too where you're on a timer i feel like it's it it presents itself with a sense of urgency that that particular piece those, mm-hmm. those descending chords I, I really enjoy that yeah it the the whole thing is really just comes together really nicely it's got that uh a very very intense feel you're right the whole uh the descending thing was very cool it's very effective boss music i like it quite a bit and it even handles its orchestra hits well. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, let's move on to uh, the Sigma stages. We've got Sigma stage, Sigma stage 2, then some Sigma boss music, and we're out. So uh, let's go with Sigma stage 1. Yeah. Ex-equivalent of Dr. Wily stages. So uh, enjoy. That definitely follows in the footsteps of um, the 
classic Wiley stage tunes where it's like mm-hmm. kind of a it's a pretty different tone from the rest of the game, but still kind of matches. If you know what I mean, uh, I like that one a lot. Yes, the the Wiley stages have always for me set up a kind of mental uh, existence. Like I okay, like I'm I'm inside the castle now. I'm inside the walls. Like it's serious now. This is really like you know the stuff was serious before, but this is really serious. This now. is the, this is the end game. Yeah, right. End game has always got a different mindset uh, for me. Anytime I, unless you're GTA Five and the end game just sneaks up on you somehow. Um, true story. But anyway, end game uh, definitely has a different uh, uh, vibe to it, and and this is uh, this is no different. But absolutely true. It stays in that uh, thematic uh, scope. Of uh, of a, of the Mega Man X music, but in as well as the Mega Man series of of music. So, yeah, I think it's I think it's very very well done. Big fan of this these parts. Yeah, this one uh, this one felt really fun to to listen to 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 get to this stage. You know, you finally have all your abilities and you're ready to ready to tackle it. But it also gave you the opportunity to you know like older Mega Man games. Yeah, after you beat a stage, like all right, I'm gonna go back and. Uh, you know, find some more power-ups because uh, the stage kicked my butt kind of a thing. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, has a really good feel to it. Um, so uh, let's keep going with uh, Sigma Stage 2. I like this one. I feel like this next one does everything that first one does, but even better. So I really like this track. Here's Sigma Stage 2. Enjoy. a similar vein you know it's got that um a kind of a different feel less uh actively energetic you know what i mean 
Sure. Um, but it definitely feels a little bit more menacing as you're a little bit closer to, you know, the end game here. I like that. I like that one a whole lot. I've always liked that song. I'll definitely agree with you. It's it. It certainly has a more menacing vibe. I get. Uh, I actually get a bit of uh, Castlevania from it, probably because of the pipe organ. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah, uh, that part in particular. Yeah, I never really thought of that, but you're. Yeah, I get that. Um, but overall, a lot of fun. I actually like the tone and the timbre of this one. I like the um, the tempo too. I, I like that it's a little slower. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think, as as I said before, I think that there's um. Uh, a lot of intentional you know speed to this game and a lot of games like this a lot of these action adventure platforms and stuff there's a, a lot of intentional uh speed to it but sometimes i really appreciate when they take the moment to dial it back and slow it down a bit um because i, I recently found this out someone some psychologist was talking about how uh people watch tv nowadays now that streaming's a thing we binge a lot of stuff right mm-hmm so if a show that's, let's say something like a Breaking Bad, right, where it's got a lot of like heavy themes and a lot of deep adult storylines, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of like uh, suspense, someone who's anxious, let's say, um, will binge like two or three episodes, and when it's over, and they're like, I can't watch anymore, it's because they physically cannot watch anymore. Their brain is so mentally exhausted from all the. Uh, you know, uh, anxiety-inducing suspense and the heavy themes. So, um, why not? What's to say that that doesn't happen in a video game too? You get a game that's that's pounding music from start to finish. When it's all done, you're wiped out. Like as a as a person, you just, just don't have anything left in the tank. Yeah. So, to I talk about dynamics in, in music. Why not have dynamics in a, in a soundtrack? You know, this is a perfect example of like you've made it this far, like. Let's, all right, let's slow down for a second, you know? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Because then, you know what, I, like, and, and I'll, I'll bring in another, um, you know, uh, industry secret slash technique. When you watch a film, especially nowadays, modern age film, like, let's think of something big like a, like a Transformers. When, and, and this happens in music too, when, like, metal bands want to emphasize a big breakdown and Michael Bay wants to emphasize a giant explosion... Because we have uh, sound level caps, you can't go above a certain bunch of decibels because you'll either destroy equipment, you'll injure or endanger the audience. What they do is there is a literal like second, like a, ne- a half a second, a frame, whatever you want to call it. There's a bit of silence mm-hmm. because your brain recognizes that silence and everything gets quiet and it creates the bigger explosion, the bigger breakdown, the harder hitting stuff. So I feel like this track is that moment of silence. It slows down. Because then when I hear it and I recognize it, I go, something bigger is coming. Something bigger is coming. <laughs> Absolutely. So, but bravo. Like, period. This, this, might be, this might be my favorite track so far. Awesome. Yeah. I'm glad you liked that one. I, I, I love it, too. For pretty much all the reasons you said, you just summed it up perfectly. The way that it matches <laughs> the... It really brings the... Um, the focus uh, down because this is one of the trickier stages to platform your way through and um, it really uh, kind of directs the player's focus to what they're actually doing uh, and keeps this more in background instead of you know just driving banging your head because the, the music's so you know gut-wrenchingly butt-rocky awesome and this is just <laughs> uh, 
this is just the goodness right here. All right, so we've got two left. Uh, I skipped uh, Sigma Stage 3 because it is boring and repetitive. So let's go right on to um, the Sigma boss music. This one's a, this one's a quick one uh, because this is the first fight you get in with Sigma before he goes to his final form, which is slow and methodical and uh, super powerful. But this is where he just busts out his lightsaber and just starts flying at you and is super exhilarating. And boy, this is the buddiest butt rock of them all. So... Uh, Get your butts out. Here's, Sig Here's Sigma version one. Enjoy. I mean, what what do you even say about that? <laughs> Yowza. I wasn't expecting <laughs> I really wasn't expecting that like that real punk breakneck like I was not expecting that one bit. It's super effective. I mean if you've never gotten that far in the game, it is just super effective when it happens. Because mm -hmm. like, you know, first you fight his dog, which is fun when you get there with the Hadouken, because um uh, the dog will just jump at you, and if you time it right, he just jumps at you and immediately one-hit kill the dog, and then he's like, alright, fine, and then you one-hit kill him. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good time. Uh, but yeah, he just busts out his lightsaber, and the way he starts the fight is by dashing at you full speed across the screen, and it just, it really, really matches. It's so effective in its moment, and especially as the fight drags on, if you don't do it super fast, um the longer it goes it, it really get it gets very grating and i mean that in a an intentionally good way like right it keeps the intensity up so it makes it hard to kind of focus on being calm and taking your shots where you can um so yeah it's a it's it's not a song i listen to on its own very often but it is a song that works within the context of the game i think very very well yeah i i i love a lot of like i don't know what you would call that kind of punk but like I, I love a lot of that stuff too, but it does get kind of grating after a while. Mm -hmm. So you know, there's there's moments you oh, you know I love this song, and then like you know who was really good for that was like Pennywise and stuff like some West Coast punk from the uh, late '90s, early 2000s. It's, it really takes me back, and then even some like post punk hardcore, and they took a lot of that stuff. But uh, yeah, I, I couldn't imagine listening because that's a short loop too. At yeah. least with like a Pennywise song, there's a first chorus and maybe like a, a breakdown or something. So you're like, all right, all right I'm, I'm all, I'm, I'm all uh, versed out. Let's go to the chorus now, or you know, <laughs> something like that. This is just you know, over and, and then I do appreciate the yeah. <laughs> it's it, it, uh, you know, all all things aside, it's it's a fun track, like so. Yeah, very fun, very effective. Uh, good, good times. Love it. Yeah. Okay, and that brings us to our last track that we will be discussing, uh, which is the Sigma Final Form. Uh, this is, you know, he turns into a giant wolf monster. Yep. Yeah. It's a. Uh, yep. It's kind of goofy. Um, like the wolf monster itself is pretty cool, but the way it works is like you beat Sigma, 
and then his head's on the ground, and then his head just kind of floats up, and he's got this goofy-looking head that just sits in this wolf creature monster in the background, and then you have to fight that. So, uh, but it is a, it is interesting, very epic-sounding final boss music. So here it is. Give it a listen. Of that one what i appreciate about that one is there is a sense of uh pomp and circumstance to it almost mm-hmm. like uh i feel like how do i say what i'm seeing in my head almost like you're, you're like it's definitely final boss music because yeah. it has a sense of like uh regalness to it uh there's like the military drumming that 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 yeah, there's, yeah. there's very um a very structured piece there, uh, and the music kind of follows suit, but you know with like the strings and the horns, and so I think the horns especially give me like uh like like regal, but definitely a vibe of like yeah, this is the ending. This is definitely like the last big thing I think I need to do. It gives a sense of um, authority. That's the word I'm looking for. There's okay, a sense of authority yeah. to. A, what's happening, and B, who you're squaring off with. And I think it's I think it's brilliant. It doesn't necessarily um, I don't want to say it doesn't necessarily match the vibe of the game, like of everything we've listened to prior, but it definitely matches. I think it does a great job of doing what it needs to do, which is spelling out for the for the, the audience. Like, yeah, this is this is the big time now. This is it. You know? It is appropriately epic. Appropriately epic. <laughs> I could have said all of that in two words. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> You're very welcome. <laughs> so it's it's such a good track, though. Real solid. Yeah, very very well constructed. It almost makes me it it, it 
definitely matches the feeling of fighting something much larger than yourself. Um, which is what you're doing at the time, and it, uh, it really, it really hits the mark. Um, it's also followed by an extraordinarily moody piece, which, I mean, we just, I'm not, I can't play every single song. <laughs> uh, and I you had guys to choose that out on your own. I had to choose one of the two ending songs to go out on, and I chose the um, the one. Sorry, there's actually three ending songs, and the third one is the most bizarre. Um, so, like, the ending works in three stages. The first one is like X standing over a cliff, and all these words are going on the screen talking about how like he will always know war. How long will his pain last? And it's like, wow, this is dark <laughs> edge lord yeah very very much uh you know teenage angst in video game form uh but then the second one is the 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 like the staff role not really the staff role it's like the, the like the in-game credits of all the characters in the game uh where you're, you're showing off all the bosses and stuff and it's got a really really good also edgelord kind of like anime I don't know, edgy rock and roll kind of tune, but it's like, it's one that really stuck with me and it really tugs the heartstrings. I, I like that one a lot. Um, and that's the one I wanted to go out on. Uh, and then there's like the third ending one, which is these like goofy credits songs. It sounds like lounge elevator music, which is, it's even more out of place in that password tune. It is bizarre. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you can seek that one out on your own if you like. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the Mega Man X soundtrack. Just, just about all of it. Um, this is a pretty beefy episode, but, uh, I had a good time. I, I'm a big, like I said, I'm a huge fan of this game, art direction, you know, the actual gameplay and stuff, but definitely the soundtrack. Um, I find a lot of the times that when we cover, uh, games that I've played before, um, the soundtrack doesn't stick with me all that often. Uh, I was just telling a friend of mine, like, oh yeah, you know, I'm, I'm still working on the podcast with my friend. We do video game music. And uh, yeah, how's that going? I was like, well, I think I'm the worst co-host ever because when I play video games, music is almost oblivious, like an oblivious thing to me because I get so locked into the game that it becomes just background noise, kind of the way I read to music without lyrics. Um, but I love that I'm able to come back to a lot of the games that I played before and be like, oh, wow, this stuff is, is great. Like, I'm not being distracted by the game. <laughs> so uh, It is one of the fun things about this show, and I, I do think it makes you a particularly good co-host in that respect, is that you have this opportunity to, even if you've played the game before, you are experiencing yeah. the music in a different context oh, yeah. uh, than you do before and makes for, for a good conversation piece. Um, I mean, it's just easier for me to be de- uh, self-deprecating, so... <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I recognize what I bring to the table. I bring to the table words like butt rock. I mean, like, come on, man. <laughs> I have always loved that phrase, it, and I use it as often as I can. Yeah. Oh, it might be you that I got it from then, because butt rock, you know, I, I was reading an article about a band that I like. I'm not, like, the biggest fan. I really appreciate the lead singer's voice. Like, when it comes to, like, full bands and stuff, I'm, I really, I think I gravitate towards the vocal styling so there's this one band i'm gonna leave leave the name out and i was reading an article about them and, and someone was like yeah this is butt rock and then a bunch of people were like yeah butt rock and they named like a bunch of other bands that i was like hey man what are you doing <laughs> so i don't if if you're out there and you know what the term butt rock means to like metalheads i you know i mean butt rock here like this is some fun you know butt shaking stuff yeah just like just a really kind of 
I don't know how else to describe it. It just it, it works for a certain kind of music, and uh, yeah, it's 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 not always an endearing term, but it certainly can be. I f- I first heard it on uh, the Nintendo World Report uh, Radio Free Nintendo podcast. Uh, Jonathan Metz described the soundtrack of Excite Truck as butt rock, and I was like. That is exactly what that is. <laughs> I don't know what it means, but that articulates this music perfectly. <laughs> so. That's that's so funny. <laughs> uh, good times. Alrighty. Well, uh, that's that just about wraps this up for us. This was fun revisiting an old one. An Absolutely. oldie. Goodness yeah. gracious. I ordered this soundtrack on vinyl, which should be coming out in August. I'm so excited about it. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, there was um this website that did... Um, I don't know, there's a while back they released a like Mega Man Ultimate box set vinyl thing that was like a couple hundred dollars and somebody sent me a link to it. I was like, that's neat. I mean, yep. I can't possibly consider no. spending that kind of money on it. Also, it doesn't have all of the soundtracks. It has Mega Man it had like one through ten or whatever, but after uh, like two and three were the only ones that they had the full soundtracks for. In fact, I think two might have been the only one they had the full soundtrack for, and then all the other games was just like best of and they didn't include my favorite tracks from some nah. of them. So how could it be the best of then, huh? Tell me. Exactly. It's all a matter of opinion. But then this same company was like, alright, we're going to do this one, which is Mega Man 2 and 3. <laughs> so it's just the full soundtrack to Mega Man 2 and 3. Okay. I love it. That's, that's my favorite in the whole series. That's yeah. it for me. So, perfect. Me. And then they did another one that's uh, it's going to be just Mega Man X, the first one. I'm Okay, you got me. You got my money. And it's not, we weren't like insanely expensive. It's just one's a double record and then the, the other one's a single record. And um, I pre-ordered the heck out of them. The artwork on them looks amazing. <laughs> Remastered those soundtracks. I will absolutely listen to those soundtracks. So, hooray. <laughs> I appreciate that you said I pre-ordered the heck out of them. Like, I pre-ordered it so hard, man. <laughs> it was smoke coming off my mouse. <laughs> Woo! You didn't even know. <laughs> I didn't just lightly pre-order it. <laughs> no. Mash that no, subscribe man, button. Know. Yeah. <sighs> oh, Smash boy. that subscribe button. Like, stop. Please stop. Stop it. <laughs> Nobody's smashing that. I'm going to start saying that on all my videos. Smash you know how, that subscribe button. You know how expensive this mouse was? I'm not. I'm not yeah. going to do that. Seriously, I like this mouse. I got that. Yeah. I hate the way it charges. I have that magic mouse that's like, it's a great mouse, except you, you can't use it while it's charging because the plug sticks out of the bottom like it was designed by a lunatic. But anyway, podcast for another podcast. That's yes. our show. Join us next time. We'll be continuing this trek into familiar territory, but this time with a twist. Matt and I will be revisiting the third episode of Wave Back, but instead of re-listening to the Sega Master System classic Wonder Boy 3 The Dragon's Trap, we'll be listening to the amazing remake soundtrack, Wonder Boy The Dragon's Trap. They dropped the three. I love that soundtrack, and I am so excited for this episode. Oh, God, me too. I remember... cannot wait. I remember the first time I played you a track from it before you got the game was during uh, the, the Halloween episode. Yep. That song is so good. All I all I needed was that, and then I looked up the 
I looked up the graphics and I was like, yep, I'm in. Let's do it. Sold. Oh, Oh, it's such a a good game. The original's great, but the remake... mm. We'll talk about it in the next episode. We sure as heck will. Yes. Yes, All right, we here at the Waveback Podcast are incredibly grateful to everyone who listens, and we love communicating with you when we can. We have a couple of ways you can do that. There's the Geek Discord channel, in which we have a Waveback chat, where we frequently discuss all manner of stuff relating to video game music and whatever our next episodes are going to be. We also have a Waveback forum page on Facebook, which I rarely check, but you can still find it by searching for Waveback on Facebook. Of course, you can always still send us an email at mail at geekade.com, and while you're at it, check out other all our other social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already, and be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com. Matt, do you have yes, anything sir. fun to promote? Uh, no, I do have a message, however. Uh, it was uh, sent across my desk from the enigmatic M the Mercenary. Right. Uh, he wanted to let everyone know who is listening to the wave back that um, his defeat at the Trans International or Transgalactic, 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 uh, yes, yeah. Sorry, it's he. His penmanship is terrible. Um, <laughs> his his defeat at the Transgalactic uh, Uno Cup is not indicative of his skill level at any anything. Um, and he also says that he will um, destroy the Best Lord. Uh, oh my so, goodness. Next month, uh, I believe they said the 26th. That's what's here. The 26th is the next uh, monthly uh, battle for the Transgalactic Uno Cup, and M the Mercenary will be there. And I, it looks like he's uh, he wants he wants to he doesn't want the cup. It says he told me he doesn't want the cup. He just wants to defeat Best Lord. Doesn't matter. He just wants to fill it with what's left of the Best Lord. Perhaps. I mean, he's crazy. He might actually drink whatever's left of the Best Lord. I don't wow. know. He's wow. a, he's an intense guy. Um, he, I, I'm gonna be honest. He he kind of scares me a little bit, but um, I'm on his good side. Uh, Chris, you're on his good side, so we're good. Oh, that's you good. Know. I was rooting for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. I was rooting oh, no. for him during yeah, the last oh, oh. one. Uh, uh, thank you for reminding me. He appreciates you. Oh, and well, he, I'm... he and he appreciates what we do here. So <laughs> happy to be of service. I, I think we have to keep doing this until either he dies or we die. I don't know. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Let's move on. <laughs> Whichever one goes first. Whichever one goes first, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, throw in a plug for... Um, I I think I talked about TikTok last time, so... Uh, yes. I am attempting to throw up a couple more uh, Waveback Overplay one-shots, because uh, it's been such slow going, but I had an idea for an easy one for me to make. I just listened to a bunch of them last night. I was like, man, this is such a cool project. I wish I had more time to devote to it. So I'm going to try and get some up there. So if you haven't checked them out, that's where I take two different versions of the same video game song. I play them on top of each other. I think it's a fascinating experiment. Clearly nobody else does, but I'm going to keep doing it. Uh, <laughs> wave back overplay I find them fun. on YouTube. I, I find them fun. Well, I'm glad to hear that. All right, check them out. And that is it. We're going to leave you with the uh, uh, the second ending theme from Mega Man X. It is a wonderful guitar tune, and I hope it gives you wonderful joy for the rest of your day. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good one.